plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Robert Land, and welcome to Locked On Texans. Today's podcast brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash Texans. You guys should know the code by now, but if you don't, it's forward slash Texans. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Well, now on Friday, the Texans waived linebacker Max Bullock, so... Uh, we got some interesting stuff to talk about. He was facing the four-game performance-enhancing drug suspension, and wide receiver Keith Mumphrey also got waived. And as we told you about last week, he was banned from his alma mater, Michigan State's campus, following an investigation into on-campus sexual misconduct. So with Mumphrey's departure, there's now a wide-open competition for that fifth wide receiver spot on the roster. And one guy who I think has a golden opportunity to take that roster spot is Iowa Hawkeye undrafted free agent Riley McCarron. Our guest on today's show is Hawkeye's beat writer Bobby Lejess, who covered McCarron for landof10.com. Great to have you on the line with us, Bobby. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. McCarron, it seems like Bobby is perfectly equipped for this role as an undrafted free agent, kind of a guy coming out of nowhere. This is a guy who worked his way from obscurity at Iowa and at five foot nine. None of the major schools were interested in Riley McCarron, were they? No, they weren't. He actually walked on to Iowa. He didn't even get a scholarship to start with. And the interesting thing with Riley is, even going back to high school, he's been a kid that's seen where a team had a need or where an opening was and would find a way to ensure that he could kind of fill it. When he was in high school at Dubuque Waller, which is um, an Eastern Iowa school, there was no quarterback on his team. He was the returning running back. And he approached his coach when practice started and said, hey, we need a quarterback. Let me do that. And so the kid who never really played it um, switched positions, had an all right season throwing the ball, but did enough there to earn earn the attention of Iowa and eventually become a Hawkeye. And what he did from there was walked on, saw that the only way for him to get on the field was primarily through special teams. So he worked his way up that way, started making the road trips as a walk-on, which is the most important thing for them, find a way to get on the field. Then he started working himself into the wide receiver um, reps, getting some more plays there. And by the end of last season, he ended up leading the team in receiving receptions, receiving yards and touchdowns. And tell me if I've got this right. He got his huge break this past season when the Hawkeyes lost their starting wide receiver. And then the chain of events that brought him to Houston might've never happened without that bit of serendipity from what I understand. Correct. Matt Vandenberg is Iowa's number one receiver. He accounted for about 36% of the team's total receiving yards through the first couple of games, was a legitimate college playmaker, um, ended up missing most of the season with a broken foot that he suffered about uh, a month into the season. 
Iowa was really struggling at wide receiver. They didn't have too many options. And Riley McCarron, who went from being kind of an afterthought as a junior to being a slot receiver as a senior, now kind of filled the void of being the team's number one wide receiver. So he was the guy Iowa looked to to try to move the chains on third down and you know, the real passing situation. And so Matt's injury kind of created a spot for Riley to kind of showcase his skills a little bit more. And on top of that, I'm still not even certain that he has an NFL future at all. If he doesn't show up to Iowa's pro day and wow with all of the NFL execs there, everything he did from the testing numbers was above and beyond what even people at Iowa kind of expected. And so when, when you run a great 40, when your shuttle times are great, those kind of, that kind of athleticism jumps off the page to NFL people, and that'll give you a look as much as what he did during the season as well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. what happened at Pro Day because uh, that was a big part of his story, like you said. But also, you know, this guy is a fantastic special teams player and a huge reason, Bobby, why I believe the Texans might lean towards McCarron is his ability on special teams. When you're looking for a spot on the back end of an NFL roster, that's huge. The Texans' special teams has, has been awful. What did he do on special teams at Iowa the last few years? He did basically everything. He returned kicks and punts. Now, Iowa had Desmond King, who was one of the top returners in the country the last several years, but they would give Riley some chances to return to or put both of them to return punts. So he has the ability to do that. He can cover, you know, he can be a gunner for you on any of your special teams. He's played virtually every special team, probably with the exception of extra point field goal block for Iowa through his years there. So wherever there's a hole, he could fill it in there. He has the ability to play the slot receiver, make plays in space. You might even be able to use him a little bit as a running back in pass down situations out of the backfield there too. So the kid's really versatile. And the other thing that helps him too is he's really smart. He can pick up playbooks really fast and kind of has an, a football IQ that should help him kind of pick up things and hit the ground running with the Texans once they open camp. Yeah, four-time academic, all Big Ten. So yeah, really bright guy. Uh, fantastic personality from what I understand. Tell, tell us about uh, Riley, the person. Yeah, he's really a no-nonsense kind of kid. It's a lot of guys that fill the Iowa roster with somebody who's just, they know what they're there to do. They're going to work. They're going to find their way to make themselves a better football player to get themselves, you know, on the field. And it extends to who they are off the field as well. He um, roomed for several years with, Iowa quarterback C.J. Beathard, who's now with the San Francisco 49ers, and really life for, you know, Riley is competition is fun. Um, you're not, he's not having fun unless there's a competition going on. So the spot he's in now with Houston kind of fits that bill, even as the underdog kind of role to be able to make the roster. He's competing to have a spot in the NFL, and so it's kind of exactly what he, what he wants out of life, whether it's on the football field or off of it. One thing I, I think is very interesting here, Bobby, and I, I think you, you might have noticed this as well. I, I wouldn't bet against McCarron making this team because the Texans' newest assistant coach, Wes Welker, another five foot nine undrafted free agent wide receiver, and something tells me that Welker and McCarron might be the perfect coach player match, you know, if you if you know what I mean. Yeah, they seem to have the same kind of skill set, do similar kind of things on a football field. If you're trying to put a guy together to make a roster as an undrafted rookie free agent, Riley kind of 
brings a lot of those traits to play. He has more athleticism than you can expect. He can make plays when you give him the ball. He's smart. He'll do the little things. He's somebody you're not going to have to worry about as a football coach. When you're talking about those guys in those bottom couple spots on the roster, that that's a must because the only spot a coaching staff is going to put up with anything with is going to be from the star players. So he kind of comes in with the makeup that you could see for somebody who ends up, as you've kind of said a couple times on here, could easily see making the roster coming out of camp. Let's get down to the nitty gritty, the, the things that are going to help him make the roster. Tell us about his hands, his ability to get open and to get that spot, you know, in the middle of the field where the Texans are going to need him, because I think that's where he can make his money in the NFL. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. I had a conversation with Iowa cornerback Desmond King from a Thorpe award winner who goes against Riley all the time. And that was the exact question I asked him is how does he get open? And he said, a little guy can do two things to get open. He, he has to be able to get around you. And that's just pure athleticism and Riley has it, and it's deceptive because you don't really see it. He's just a small little guy that you go, well, what's he going to do? And he's refined his craft as a route runner enough that he can use his hands to get away from guys. And then the second part of that is you have to do something with the ball in your hands, and that's where the athleticism comes in. He's very quick. All it takes him is about one step to be able to get going and reach full speed, and he's also able to move laterally very well without losing his speed so he can juke around guys very well and you asked about his hands as well he's got good hands he caught most of the balls that came his way in Iowa over the last few years so I mean you could almost see him develop into a security blanket kind of guy where you know it's third and seven and he's sitting there at eight yards in the middle of the field and gets the catch to move the chains and give you another set of three downs do you think this is a perfect position for him to to come to the Texans because you know, this is a team, I feel like they're, they're, they've kind of been looking for a slot guy for a while, that, that Bill O'Brien type of guy that could to get open and do those little things. You know, there, we, there's been a couple guys in camp over the last couple of years, but none of them been able to do it. Keith Mumphrey, who was just waived, you know, had some opportunities, but never could stay on the field for that long. He likes tight ends a lot, and he's been using them, but... You know, I think they would love for somebody like this, somebody who can get open, who can, you know, be that outlet for, you know, young, two young quarterbacks and Tom Savage and Deshaun Watson, whichever one of them's on the field. Yeah, if you're an undrafted free agent, you want to head to a spot where there isn't a guaranteed established player in front of you, which gives you the chance to make the roster spot. And for the exact role we're talking about with Riley, like this slot guy who's probably going to be you know, your third receiver, your fourth receiver in multiple receiver sets, Houston doesn't have one. So if he can come in and snag that job, it's a quick path to a roster spot, especially with all the special team stuff that we previously talked about. And one of the things with O'Brien is whether he's been in college or within Houston, if he has versatile players, he will find ways to utilize them. And Riley could fill a role for that in that slot player who can get open, whether it's on bubble screens, something over the middle, something short, intermediate, he will find a way to work that guy into the offense. And so I think it's a really good spot for Riley, about as good as you could hope for for an undrafted rookie who's entering the league trying to make somebody's 53-man roster. I want to ask you about a couple other Iowa Hawkeyes in the NFL, but before I do, just want to remind our our, our listeners really quickly that Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You guys can download your choice of any audiobook free by trying audible.com. Plenty of great sports books to choose from 
in their library. So just download your free audio book today. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Texans. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Texans for your free audio book. Uh, Bobby, I can't let you go without asking about two guys named CJ that played for Iowa and are now in the NFL. First, let me ask you about our starting tight end, CJ Fedorowicz. Is there anything you can tell us about CJ's time in Iowa that Texans fans might not know? And, and what do you know about him as a person and as a player? Yeah, I did not start covering Iowa until this past year. I actually spent the last nine years covering Iowa State, so I spent a couple games watching him. But CJ is a unique freak athlete. I actually covered him when he was a freshman in high school in the Chicago suburbs. And the funny thing about that was he was a tall, skinny, just beanpole of a kid who played wide receiver for a team that ran the spread, and all they did was run fade routes with him. So imagine him going from that to the tight end that he is now now an athlete versatile who can make plays in the passing game all across the field for us so that's kind of interesting but I know he is somebody in Iowa they really like he progressed really well for them as everything they kind of want an Iowa player to be as they hope kind of shows at the next level with the work ethic the athleticism the ability to make plays and be an all-around player so they have you know Houston has that in CJ and I was hoping Riley can be kind of the same guy for that with them just in a slightly different role. The other CJ is, of course, Riley McCarron's QB last year, CJ Beathard. How surprised was everybody when the Niners picked him in the third round? I'm talking about everybody up there in Iowa. And and what do you feel about his NFL prospects? I'm really intrigued by what he could do because he started last college football season as a potential early round quarterback selection. And Everything did not go his way during the season. CJ got injured in the preseason. That limited his ability to run. Iowa's passing game deteriorated quickly. The pass protection wasn't there early. His number one wide receiver goes down. And outside of Riley, Iowa did not have a wide receiver that could get open last season. Separation was a major problem. So CJ was constantly under pressure, and he had no one open. It's really hard to make yourself look good for NFL executives when that's the case, when a lot of the issues aren't necessarily you. So I was surprised to see him go in the third round because a lot of NFL teams are, what have you done for me lately? But I also figured somebody was going to take him who liked his tape from his junior year and still thought he was a good quarterback. And based off of all the things coming out of San Francisco, that was kind of why they took him. It was just a little bit earlier than people expected. So if he does end up becoming a NFL caliber quarterback, it shouldn't be a surprise because he showed it in his junior season. Just his senior season was a worst case scenario for any college quarterback. Bobby, I want to question the pick, but Kyle Shanahan knows a little bit about offense, knows a little bit about quarterbacks. He, he helped Matt Schaub to the best quarterback season in Texans history here, you know, as the offensive coordinator, you know, we, we think the world of him as an offensive mind in Houston, that's gotta be a real positive uh, just for him to go to that situation and work with Kyle. It does. And the other thing that should help him there is it's a new regime. So he's not walking into a spot where, his coach is going to get fired the next season. You hear so many stories about NFL guys who go through, you know, seven coordinators in their seven years. And it, and those tend to be the guys who you think, man, that guy should have been so much better than he was, where the guys who have the time to either work with a coordinator for a long period of time or the same system with maybe a couple different guys are the ones you tend to see have long-term success. So that's a good starting spot for CJ. 
The Hawkeyes are producing draft picks left and right. Iowa, over the last few years, has just become an NFL factory. So before I let you go, I'm sure you'll be talking about some more NFL prospects down the road. So how can people follow you on social media? Where can they find your work? Because you guys uh, are pumping them out up there. Yeah, the website is landof10.com backslash Iowa for all the Iowa-specific content. And people can follow me on Twitter at Bobby Lages, which is B-O-B-B-Y-L-A-G-E-S-S-E. I'll have everything on there for all your updates for Iowa football throughout not just the offseason now, but when the football season starts rolling here in a couple months. Fantastic. Thanks so much for doing this, Bobby. If you just give me a few seconds, let me wrap up our show. Just want to remind you guys, our our listeners, we're looking for local sponsors. We've reached over 70,000 listens in just a few 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 months. And just drop me a line at LockedOnTexans at Mail.com if you're interested. Do you want to join the Locked On Podcast Network? We're looking for a national sales manager. Be a part of the fastest-growing sports podcast network. We're selling the NBA channel, NFL channel, and the entire network to national advertisers. If you have the skills, the perseverance, and the game to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, email Locked On Podcast. That's podcast plural at gmail.com, Locked On Podcast at gmail.com. And if you just started listening to us and are enjoying it, pass the word to a friend or two. Let them know they can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. When you finish up this podcast, we'd love for you to rate us on iTunes. It helps people find our show. And uh, that'd be fantastic. It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As we said, listen to Locked On Rockets with Ben DuBose to get the latest on your Houston Rockets this offseason. And if you've got something on your mind, email me at LockedOnTexans at Mail.com or send a message through our Facebook and Twitter pages. Hey, thanks so much for making us a part of your week. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.